Hello, and welcome to the Buildings Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. Join us on the first and third Monday of every month as we explore trending topics in the built environment. I'm Janelle Penny, Editor-in-Chief of Buildings Magazine, and today I'm here with Michael Daly, PE, Chief Technology Officer at ECM Technologies. Today we're going to talk about what you need to know about oil fouling in HVAC systems. Michael, thanks for joining me. Oh, my pleasure, Janelle. So what exactly is oil fouling? What causes that? Well, um, oil fouling is something, it's a term that not a lot of people are familiar with. However, it's a natural occurrence in, in almost all HVAC equipment, really any HVAC equipment that has a refrigerant oil in it. Um, oil fouling is when oil out of the compressor escapes or migrates from that compressor and works its way into the refrigerant system side of the, um, the heat exchanger coil. It gets circulated through and, and kind of gums up the heat exchanger coils, reducing the efficiency. It's, it's just a inevitable part that design engineers have, um, uh, have worked into the systems. So what happens when that oil buildup occurs? So um, the, the oil fouling, um, it's a thin film of oil. And, and if I may first back up a little bit to give a little bit more on, on the color of, of what's going on there. Um, the design engineers select an oil uh, for a compressor, for an HVAC system that's going to be compatible with the refrigerant. It has to be miscible. It has to be able to mix with it. And that's because the oil has two purposes. One is to reduce the wear and tear on the mechanical components of the compressor, the same as in, uh, in the internal combustion engines in our vehicles needs oil to preserve the, uh, the mechanical components. But the design engineers also count on the oil's viscosity to act as a seal um, in that compressor to prevent refrigerant from working its way in into the compressor sump. Um, it does a fine job, but it's not perfect, and inevitably some of the refrigerant makes its way into the oil sump, and some of that oil escapes and makes its way into the heat exchanger coil. Kind of a, um, a pitfall of the design, and that the design engineers count on that miscibility of the oil and refrigerant such that the refrigerant at its high velocity circulating through that heat exchanger system will return most of that oil back to the oil sump. So for the most part, it's not a major problem. It's just kind of an annoyance. And, and as that oil builds up over time, that thin wall becomes more substantial and that oil uh, becomes a, um, a barrier for, for efficient heat transfer between the refrigerant and the heat exchanger coils. And that, that of course, uh, that costs us in money, um, in lost energy, um, and it also uh, causes the equipment to wear out faster. So it's, it has some negative attributes. Um, so it's something that we should be aware of and, and uh, better yet is to then learn what can we do about it. Absolutely. Why is oil fouling such a big concern for comfort systems? Well, um, for comfort systems that are our, our HVAC systems to, uh, to operate properly, um, we need to be conducting, um, taking the heat from in, in a building, dumping it out through that heat exchanger system, or vice versa on a heat pump, bringing, bringing the heat into the, the building structure. If we're impeding that the efficient transfer of that energy um, transfer through that, that uh, coil, 
it's going to affect one um, the performance of that system. The system's going to have to run longer to achieve certain set points. So what we're going to see is that we'll notice that our air conditioning units are running longer uh, to achieve the same level of, of comfort. Um, and then we're also going to notice it on our utility bill uh, by the increased energy consumption and cost. And then the, the last piece that's a little bit uh, tough to see is that it actually shortens the life of the equipment as well. So next thing you know, we're having to consider uh, capital expenditures to replace that equipment or repair um, um, uh, some of those parts. But a, a well-tuned system is going to lead to happy building occupants with, with uh, uh, very efficient systems. What can we do to prevent some of these issues? And what should our listeners do if they think that maybe some oil fouling has already occurred? All right. So, well, the simple answer on that is if you have an air conditioning system and it has a uh, refrigerant oil, which the majority of these systems do, um, you already have oil fouling. We all do. It, it, it starts occurring from the moment that new system is turned on. Some of that oil is migrating out, out there. So it's nothing to get alarmed about. Um, it is something to just be cognizant about, and, and uh, the good news is, is that there's technologies to help um, mitigate it and or recover some of that lost efficiency um, that's uh, accrued over, over the years. So to be aware of it is, is really the first step. Include or cons the consideration of it within um, your maintenance plan, um, in, in addition to all the other things that are being done to assure uh, uh proper maintenance and, and efficiency is, is what you could do is to uh, mitigate that oil fouling by treating it with, uh, with a product like um, ECM Technologies Thermoclear. Are there any other benefits to treating oil buildup besides making that system work more efficiently? Yes. Um, in addition to just operating more efficiently, uh, one of the, the biggest benefits that we've been hearing from our clients is, is extending the life of the equipment. Just consider this, that um, if you can deliver the same number of BTUs of cooling or heating in a heat pump um, with a lower energy, lower amp draw, uh, the system's gonna last longer. Um, extending the life of that equipment is paramount to, to many of us. Um, and especially, I think it became really critical over these past couple of years and through COVID, when we all suffered uh, the effects of, of supply chain issues on full system replacement and or components, really tough to get our hands on now. And, and we're hearing clients maybe have months lead time to get replacement systems. Um, in addition to that uh, is uh, high inflation. Uh, these systems cost a tremendous amount. We're finding most facility managers um, don't have, the, their budgets aren't going as far as what they had originally planned. So inevitably, the, the, what we had always thought was going to be, uh, let's save the planet um, by saving energy, reducing our carbon emissions and such. The, the, the real essence is going to comes down to the practicality of if I don't have to replace a system today, that's a tremendous benefit. So that's that's one of the major and, and what we're finding to be the foremost benefit of, of um, counteracting the oil fouling effects by treatment. Great. Michael, what do you think are the key takeaways from this podcast for building owners and managers? Well, um, as I've learned from, um, it, thank you for this podcast, and, and, and really the focus of, of being 
cognizant that that you're really tailored towards facility managers, building owners responsible for the operation of commercial and public buildings. We all have this charter of how do, how do we stretch the dollar? How do we be um, proactive? And although um, it's easy to have a, a policy to, to just wait for things to fail before we fix them, obviously, there, it's it's known that if if we properly maintain, we're going to get a lot more life out of the equipment. We're going to have happy building tenants, uh, fewer complaints if we're maintaining everything. So it's really it's about um, having a, a really strong preventative maintenance program. Uh, I, I see that as as just paramount for so many from for for so many reasons. And if people are planning, um, or the managers are planning replacing worn components before they fail. Uh, the systems will last forever, and and those that are incorporating thermoclear into their systems are are seeing uh, extension of the life of the equipment, and that's that's uh, just a, a massive benefit. Michael, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, Janelle, it's absolutely my pleasure, and um, love the topic, uh, love what you're doing out there, and uh, appreciate this time as well. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Buildings Podcast. Hit that subscribe button and join us again next time to hear another episode and check out the show notes on our website for extra resources related to this podcast. You can also stay up to date with Buildings by following us on social media, visiting our website at buildings.com, and signing up for our newsletter, The Buildings Buzz, to keep up with all things Buildings. We'll see you next time. 